When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Phileas Club. In this show, what we do is that we get people from different countries, different parts of the world, different backgrounds, put them together in one show and discuss the news and hopefully get different uh, perspectives on what's been happening. This is not what we're doing today, though. We also do special episodes where we dive deep into a specific topic. And today is one such episode and we're going to be talking about Slovenia. Slovenia, that one country that everyone has heard the name of, but that's pretty much it. I'm being mean, but <laughs> hopefully that won't be taken as something too mean. My name is Patrick Beja and I'm very happy to be welcoming to the, to the show Andrzej Tomic. Is, did did I get good. it right? That was pretty, yes. yes. When we rehearsed, you were a little better, but it was, this was like, uh, I'll give you a seven out of ten. That's what I'm... <laughs> oh, I'll take it. I'm yeah. not... Yeah, I'm not greedy. Andre Tomic is a, is a uh, podcaster from Slovenia. I first uh, heard from you from uh, Alison Sheridan, amazing uh, podcaster who has been on this show before. Thanks so much to her for introducing us. Go listen to the Nocilac cast if you haven't, if you don't. Um, and I guess I'm going to give you a couple of minutes to introduce yourself to the audience. Go. Yeah, I have this weird sort of double life because uh, I've been doing I've been doing podcasts in Slovenia in, in our language uh, since like uh, 2012. Uh, I actually run a whole podcast network. Uh, but I, I, I have also have an English feed, uh, which is at stormingmortal.com, where I basically put that one of the shows I do uh, is an interview show. And that's the that's the place where all of the English speaking episodes go. So, you know, I, I always try to mention that one, because if I send people to apparatus.si, which is my podcast network and all of my shows, it's all in Slovene. So it's kind of pointless <laughs> <laughs> uh, even mentioning that. But, uh, so you've been doing that, it since uh, uh, 2012. That's a yes. decent amount of podcasting time. Yeah. Well, yes. It's it's. Uh, I'll, I uh, I did an interview here in Slovenia a while back, and they asked me how many how many hours I've recorded or episodes <laughs> or something. It was a number. I'm, I'm really not sure. I, like this is not bragging. It's just too many. That's how long I would say. Yeah. But <laughs> uh, I also I also write about tech, and then uh, every once in a while, as far as English speaking stuff is, 
I'll show up on relay.fn in clockwise and I've been on download. And then uh, I, I've been very fortunate to be on The Incomparable a couple of times, which is one of those podcasts that I, I listen to a lot and I somehow have managed to con them all to invite me. So <laughs> that, that was a big one. And so you're, uh, you're, you're a podcaster. That's your full-time job. Um, oh, no. New news. Oh, that's, okay. Yeah, that's, I'm, I'm all, yeah, this is all in my spare time. So I have a lot, I don't have any spare time, basically. <laughs> well, you, you told me that you just had a kid as well. Uh, she's yes. one year old. So yeah, yes. that, you don't have any spare time. I, yeah, I, I, I understand. Basically, I, when I sleep, it's a miracle, basically. So <laughs> uh, um, yeah, I, uh, my full-time job is actually at a public uh, radio station here in Slovenia, where I also do sort of a radio show slash podcast, uh, Tech One, uh, with my co-host Marusha Karetz. Uh, and I also kind of uh, run the website there and stuff. Uh, okay. And yeah, and for a long time I've been writing about tech for a magazine over here called Monitor. I've been Excellent. doing that for like at least ten years. So yeah, I'm a techy, techy guy basically. Yes, as many of us are. Uh, it's funny how podcasting took off in the tech circles because of course you needed to know these things to launch a podcast initially so it's uh, kept that life going for a long time uh, and I, I'm really happy to be able to to talk to you um, if nothing else because I think you have the most the biggest contrast between you mentioned something like that in your uh, in your uh, discussion with uh, Allison like you have a, a really strong accent, but at the same time, your English is excellent. So that contrast is is amazing. <laughs> it feels like I don't know some some I, I don't know what it sounds like, uh, but it, I really like it. I really enjoy it as someone who's also not a native in English speaker. Um, it it feels refreshing. I don't know. It's it's really great. yeah. Well, I I try doing the the proper r right sort of the american <laughs> r you know and and i just it just sounds so fake to me and i just figured i just i just i just i would just lean into the whole bond villain you know uh, accent and just yeah. just go with that i'm kind of you know i was That's... i was kind of fortunate because my folks like uh, put me in some like a school at like six where i started learning english and i watched a like way too many simpsons episodes and mash basically <laughs> And Matlock, if anybody knows what that is. I guess that's but, how uh, you learn. Yeah, that's how you really learn English these days. I, I learned English through movies and TV shows and, and podcasts as well, of course. But uh, that's that's how it works. But that's a, a, actually a decent question. Uh, how come you speak English so well? It, you learned it in school because your parents well, put you in a school where it was important? or Yeah, that no, that was, be, that was actually like an extra school thing. Uh, just they figured it'd be good for me to speak English. So yeah, like it was mostly that and watching Sky One, which is, um, they had like a children's program thing and just watch Transformers cartoons. So it was like schooling <laughs> and TV, which basically kind of, kind of, that's where I learned English. But over here, English is kind of the, well, not, not in the whole country, but like most of it is the primary second language you learn in school. So there's a pretty good chance a person from Slovenia will be able to speak English. But then maybe in the uh, west of the country, they'll speak Italian because it kind of borders Italy. So that's a big thing. Uh, and then the northwest is be more uh, German because of Austria, basically. Right. So well, but, I guess in, yeah. uh, I, I guess that's a good place to start for our conversation. I will admit something that is uh, very that I very ashamed of. Um, I actually had to look up Slovenia on uh, Wikipedia to make sure where it was and uh, i would have put it a good you know three or four hundred kilometers north of, of where it actually is i was like oh 
But yeah, Yugoslavia, right. So it's like Italy and that kind of play, I you know, it's one of those many countries which I would associate with the with the um former uh, Eastern Bloc, uh, which I believe it was kind of aligned with, part of, uh, for a while. Yeah, yeah, that's a complicated sort of, but, <laughs> but we weren't really, that, if you want to go into that, that's, there was this thing, Yugoslavia was kind of part of these, but not really, like a Yugoslav mm. passport, would, passport would basically kind of get you into any country almost, like that, that was, you could even go to, a, like we were a weird kind of, Weird player during the Cold War, honestly. Like we, it's it wasn't sort of Eastern blocky as it might sound, you know. But mm. uh, yeah, but yeah, we're basically like we're shaped like a chicken and we're like next to Italy. Like that's how I explain <laughs> it. Like if you're gonna, if you, uh, it's if you, the chicken next to Italy. I think I have the but, title for this episode. Yeah, it's but it's that's basically it. Yeah, that's because it really died when you, it, the outline and I think like the first sort of it was. I don't know. If, I always forget if it was a search engine. Or uh, or just like a listing of websites, like way back when, right? Because we got the internet pretty early, so it uh, it, it was kind of called sort of mother hen, basically, kind of, mm -hmm. just because of the you know shape, the of, the shape of the country. Yeah, um, yeah. So let me ask you, how uh, heh, that that's maybe a, a second or, or third question. I was going to ask how modern is Slovenia? You mentioned you got the internet pretty early, and I think now that that image of you know Eastern Bloc or or semi not really Eastern Bloc but kind of or Yugoslavia and the war and everything um, kind of creates an image of um, a, a country that is behind. Technologically, not quite on the, the 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 level of the rest of the Western world, which I I'm saying it's kind of disappearing that image a little bit because we're realizing that a lot of these countries that might have been a little bit behind uh, before the fall, and again I keep you know associating you with the Eastern Bloc, which maybe the war kind of uh, uh, slowed things down a little bit, but uh, it it they they kind of everyone leapfrogged uh, the middling technologies and went to uh, uh, pretty amazing stuff pretty quickly. So I'm sure this audience kind of gauges the uh, technological level of a country <laughs> through these things. Um, how modern, quote unquote, is Slovenia today? I, like pretty much, like, you see, the way, the way I sort of uh, try to answer that question usually is like, when I go abroad, like we're pretty much there. Like it's th mm. there's no difference. Like I'll I'll even say like our internet stuff is uh, you know just the connections and the infrastructure is a lot better than in some places in Western Europe I've been. Really? Like this is not yes. Like we have like the cities have fiber and you know which is not a thing in Western Europe at all. Like it's mm. that's not a rule, right? That's sort of the exception. Like I won't oversell it too much because we do have sort of rural, rural areas and stuff. But there's been like initiatives there to just get proper broadband everywhere, basically. You know, but cable's been everywhere for a while. We were like really at the like really got 4G pretty fast, honestly. You know, compared to other European countries. You know, we were one of the European countries which has which has that has sadly kind of gone away now because of the European Union that kind of have net neutrality in our laws. And then really? that dumb directive came and we kind of had to strike a couple of zero rating and kind of that stuff from the laws, which is a bummer at least as far as I'm concerned. Really? Uh, yeah. You, you yeah, it was like us and the Dutch and I think like the Finnish. We we had like <laughs> the, 
the the three countries with actual internet neutrality laws and everybody else just gets you know just does what europe tells them or like the german telecoms basically which is you know <laughs> ne- never a good thing basically so yeah oh so you were bummed that you were the only ones and i i live in finland so i'm pretty happy with my situation yeah okay well, yeah, but, yeah. Uh, the scandinavians i think kind of get the internet yeah. like I, I think that kind of works out up there but uh so yeah, like t- about yeah. two million people in the country would you yes. say uh like most people have access to fiber that seems like a no 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 not most right like not but like fiber is not like this oddity you know okay like, all right you know at least in the big cities it's not oh they just got like people had fiber here like i don't know like i'm gonna guess but like seven ten years ago which is not you know it mm. started kind of i'm it's not most people right it's usually just cable or the adsl or whatever But, you know, we had like 4Gs pretty much across the country, like even the rural areas the last couple of years, like everywhere I go, I just don't drop the 3G anymore almost, you know. Right. Like I, I like in the middle of the woods, maybe like where there's like population and stuff, <laughs> it'll be 4G most of the time. So, okay. you know, but so, honestly, like just for like anybody, like if you like if anybody comes here, I doubt they'll kind of they'll I, they, most likely they'll be kind of glad it's like it's it is that where they're from or it's even like in some areas a little better like i know that sounds like high price but i really you know every time i go abroad even into the west it's like oh yeah we, we you know that's mm. it's like home like it's right not, right you know, yeah no yeah. that's a good that's a good way of looking at it um i have another question about uh you know the the big mac index um you know what that is yeah So how how to try and gauge the the kind of uh, um, you know level of prices and how things cost? How much is a McDonald's meal roughly? Uh, if you have uh, McDonald's, uh, maybe you don't. Yeah, we yeah. Well, McDonald's has been here for a while, like oh more more. I don't know. Like for a, I was in primary school probably, so it must be okay. Like it could like it, I'm gonna say 15, but it's probably more. Okay. Like that's as that, and like it used to be sort of more expensive, you know. Oh, like wait a second, fifteen? Like Are you saying a meal is fifteen euros? No, 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 no. Oh, okay, fifteen years like since right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. yeah, yeah. It's been here for a while. But my no, heart just stopped for a second. No, 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 no. Because I, I, ha- I don't really go to McDonald's a lot. Like uh, I genuinely see, don't. Like that's... I know, we, yeah, we have like the 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 euro, you know, the the you. I know you can get like a double cheeseburger for a euro. I know right. that, and like okay. small fries. And I think like a Big Mac is. It's like around two euros, one eighty. I have no idea. Okay, like maybe I, a little bit more. I go maybe more, yeah. once a year, probably. You know, you it's know? funny because I, I, uh, I, I mean, I totally respect your uh, right, uh, God-given right to to not like McDonald's. But I always have this conversation with my American friends when I say, "Oh, you know, I, I enjoy McDonald's. I'll go there every once in a while when I have the opportunity," and and they're always horrified because, first of all, because they think that French people. I don't know, only eat uh, uh, super gourmet stuff. And second, because I think their McDonald's are disgusting compared to <laughs> ours in France. And anytime I go to fast food in the US, I'm, I'm horrified by what I see in my uh, bag. And when, we're in, when I, I'm in France, it's like, it's decent, you know, sandwiches and, and good fries. And, and that's it. It's a, it's a decent yeah. fast food meal. It's very different from the US, so... But anyway, yeah. Um, no, I just the, the U.S. like I think like the the hamburgers in the U.S. I think are kind of I, I think they're kind of the same. Not really, but I I get, I get what you uh, what you mean. Mm. The weird thing in the states is the size of the cups. 
Oh that my is God, just yes. mental. That's not, it's not, that's, it's not for humans, basically. That's like a whole Jumbo other thing, conversation. Yeah. That's, I... It's not, and, and I know that's a cliche, but like genuinely the first time I went to America, and it's, it's been 10 years now, I, I, I just, I, I figured that was just in the movies and it's not. No, you're right. You can, it's, it's the kind of thing you can't really believe. You, yeah. you watch it and you're, you think, who, yeah. what, how yeah. is that possible? Yeah. How can one person drink that much cola? Like, I don't understand yeah. how that, and the, 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 the weirdest one I saw was like, it was like some sort of jumbo XL thing. Right. And it, and it had a cup holder at the bottom, but the whole cup was so wide. It actually kind of narrowed at the bottom, so right, it could right, fit in yeah, the cup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I've never seen that here. That does not <laughs> exist here. Like I think even in Europe, maybe the UK, but that's pretty much it. Yeah, like the Americans. So, yeah, they, 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 somebody, you know, somebody at a meeting somewhere should have just said, "Well, no." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I believe but, they they stopped the supersizing of uh, a meal after the movie Supersize Me, uh, but clearly that didn't apply to beverages, uh, oh, which I, yeah. leads me to to another question: How European do you feel in Slovenia? That's a good question. Um, I see. I can't. I don't know, sort of the whole country, I, I don't think it's fair me answering that. I, we have a very low turnout for the European elections. I'll say that. Like mm. extremely low. It just hasn't kind of, it, it hasn't become a thing here yet, I hope. Like I think Europe, but me personally, I do think Europe is sort of a, a infrastructure of, with great possibilities basically, but you know, it's made a bunch of missteps and I don't really want to sound like a EU skeptic, which I'm not like I really am for the EU, but like, I, I'm, I don't, I don't know how to answer that as far as the whole country goes. Like, mm. no, if, but if I'm not be... necessarily, I'm not necessarily just talking about the European union, although that can be part of it, but more, you know, culturally, um, do you consider yourselves, uh, uh, like part of the, the continent like i don't know when i i think about uh, other countries that are kind of between western slash central europe and or i guess it is western europe and kind of everything that's to the east there's th this duality in finland we fe the the people here feel both Nordic and European, but the European component is very strong because there's the Russian bear on the other side and people feel like, okay, we shouldn't piss them off, but at the same time, let's make sure we're closer to, to the EU. So I wonder if there's, you know, this oh, no, overarching like the, Yugoslavian identity that takes over or... No, no, like it's, it's always been Europe. Like that okay. was never even, uh, you know, that was not... Like the, the when you know way back when when the Turks invited like the border was right across Slovenia basically with Austria mm. because of the mountains right but like this is you like the Balkans are Europe like Greece is Europe you know what I mean and it's right. further south so it's not that's not even like when you said European I just assumed like the whole EU debate thing but right, right, as far right, as yeah. just being part of you it's not even like it's so true it's not even a, a question if that makes sense it's no just, i understand you know, yeah it's mm. like part of the air basically it's not okay. even you know yeah yeah so, so what's left of the uh, of the yugoslavian identity in, then is it is that the big thing the, the thing that no one talks about and or no it's, stones, uh, or? it's slovenia again we uh slovenia kind of wasn't uh, I don't know, really know how to explain that, but like we, we were not sort of the conflict was very short here, right? 
uh, we were kind of the first country to 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 break. Well, that's also kind of, but yeah, probably. Uh, but like the conflict was kind of really short here, and and uh, it's the whole. You see, I'm kind of too young to have any real attachment to the mm. old country, you know, because I was like seven when it all happened, you know. It's not really, you know, but uh, uh, like the one thing I kind of came away with uh, from that is like there's idiots in every country. Basically, it's not even, you know, the, the whole national sort of that. That's why I always kind of have this uh, like a problem just speaking sort of for an entire nation or, you know, just um, or. Maybe oh, that's a recurring case. issue on that show. I, I always ask people yeah. on the show to <laughs> to speak for the entirety of your of their countries. So, no, because uh, like, like I am Slovenian and stuff. It's not it's just, you know, it's weird kind of uh, because of the, the Yugoslav thing. Um, like I, I, I think. Uh, like if any, like if people would actually come to any of the sort of ex-Yugoslav countries, they, I think they'd kind of be surprised at how kind of awesome it all is. Like, and I'm like Croatia, Bosnia, Serbia, Macedonia. Mm. Like, it, it honestly doesn't matter. Like, there, there's definitely, you know, sort of a scale of, uh, let's say, h- how far each country has gotten, right? But again, does not imply, apply to the whole of the countries, you know? Because, like, Croatia and Serbia all have, you know, like a bunch of cities that are just huge compared to us. Like, Ljubljana, where I'm from, which is the capital and the biggest city, is, like, I don't know, 300, 350,000 people, which is basically nice. We're a town, right? It's not, you know, mm-hmm. in the grand scheme of things. But, like, um, the rest of Yugoslavia. So it's not, you know, uh, it's the, the whole Yugoslav identity, I think it kind of, kind of uh, like, it's not really... I think anymore, I think every country is kind of proud of their own independence and just mm-hmm. trying to make the best of it. At least say, at least sort of my generation and up, you know, I think right. it, it's kind of, you know, because sort of you try to look toward the, towards the future, honestly. Mm-hmm. So, so what's the political makeup? Um, because, of course, we've heard, uh, I mean, we've seen the rise of nationalism in, in many countries. Um, I wonder what the 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 mood is like uh in slovenia now well we kind of we have a sort of right uh, i'll say right party i guess that's yeah which basically got the most votes but nobody would go into coalition with them so we mm. kind of have a sort of centrist slash leftist kind of sort of coalition run uh, running things now so we're okay. kind of we're not it's it, we kind of look good in that respect, you know. When you look <laughs> over the the border to Hungary, we're okay. Like <laughs> it can get worse. Like I'll say that. Like because right. the stuff I've been, you know, seeing from from Hungary is kind of depressing, mm. which is really close. Like it's an hour and a half from where I am. Right. So yeah, uh, uh, th- that's where it gets kind of creepy, honestly. Mm. Uh, so let's get back to more uh, concrete topics, which I always like to to ask about. Um, how is uh, just the, the everyday life when you're a kid in Slovenia? Like you go to school, you what what uh, uh, sports do you play? What kind of fun do you have? Like stupid things. Like do you watch? Did you get Japanese anime or was that not really a thing? Do you play video games? Do you go out and play sports? Uh, what's your life when you're a, 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 a you know a school age kid in in the country? You know, uh, the way it works here, we have like, uh, so we have kindergarten until you're six and then primary school until you're 14, 15, then high school until you're 18 and then you go to university, if that's your mm. path, right? There's also vocational stuff and, you know, all of that. So, but as far as, uh, yeah, I'm very tall, 
so I played basketball. I am okay. two meters and two meters and four centimeters, which is I'm oh, a giant wow, yeah. basically. Yeah. Uh, so so, so that's me, what six foot eight, plus. I think seven or eight. I think okay. kind of works out. To, yeah, mm. six. I guess. Yeah, I think I always kind of translated in Google when the Americans <laughs> yeah. asked me. So, uh, yeah, because. Uh, the metric no, system is way superior. Feet, so, yeah. Obviously, obviously. Oh, yeah. my, my default search engine is quant, so and it doesn't do that <laughs> in the thing. <laughs> uh, there you go. It's six seven. Oh, six, it's six seven. seven. Yeah, I think okay. it's like six six seven or six seven. Yeah, six seven. Okay. So yeah, uh, but like uh, fo- like football and basketball, I think I think are the main sort of uh, team sports over here. Uh, we also, there's a lot of skiing going on. We're one of those countries, like France, you know, and Austria mm. and Italy. We're kind of part of that. And then, uh, yeah, we have like a pretty good public school system uh, and universities. Like I've I've kind of enjoyed my path through there. Uh, is and, that uh, um, paid by, well, the state, I guess. Is, yes. is education free, uh, quote yes. unquote free? Yes, if you get like, uh, yes, but it's free. Yeah, okay, that's pretty much it. Yeah, so I'm guessing uh, healthcare is the same way. Yes. Okay. That is also yes. We have uh, what the Americans would call universal healthcare <laughs> because they uh, have to put it like universal at the beginning of it, but over here it's just called healthcare. I, so, they, some would yeah. even call it socialized <laughs> yes, uh, medicine. Well, you know, yes, and and you know to scare people with yes, that, the, uh, the dirty, dirty s uh, dirty s word. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so I guess that 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 is uh, a follow up question in every country I visited, people were very happy. Well, maybe very happy is not the right term, but overall satisfied with these systems and whatever criticism they would have of those systems would be in, you know, wanting to tweak them, not wanting to remove them. Yeah, yeah, it's the same. It's the same here. Like, like it is by, it is by no means a perfect healthcare system, right? But just like, that's the one good thing about America. When you see the alternative, like, we're, again, we're, we're okay. We're, we're fine. Like, it's, we're, you know, not perfect, but we're doing good. Like, it's yeah. not, yeah. Uh, but again, like, there, there's, uh, you know, so, like, certainly even in Slovenia, you have sort of a a sort of pa- part of the, let's say, political spectrum that would like to privatize stuff. And, you know, they, mm. they've been succeeding in some areas, and but not, not in others. And uh, so far, healthcare is kind of, still right in my opinion what it's kind of supposed to be although again it could be better that is for sure of course but, yeah. Yeah. yeah um so the university is also part of the um education you know yeah. free education yeah. and do you have any idea what the average level i guess it's just in like in every country um different when you're in the big cities and in the countryside but what's the average uh you know, level uh, of studies that people get to? Is it, you know, three, four years uh, in university or is it? Yeah, yeah. But we have the new sort of, uh, is it called the balloon system? I think now, because I wasn't part of that. I still uh, Mm -hmm. studied under the old system. So that's a little bit more flexible from what I hear. So you can do like three plus two years or four plus one, right, in, uh, in university. And that but, gets but people was, go to universities. They, that's yes. the expected path for 
Well, uh, also, I don't know if expected is the right word, but I'll tell you this: like the universities are pretty full over here. <laughs> like it's not, you know, it's not, it's not just for a few people. I'll say, you know, like even the when you finish university, it used to be that used to be like a big deal, and now I, I think it's not. It's not as rare, you know, and it's not, it's which is a good thing, obviously, yeah. right? Uh, so yeah, I think like, but I, we still have like a pretty decent sort of vocational uh, sort of level of schooling and stuff. Mm. People still do that. Like, not all people go to university, which would be, would be ridiculous. ridiculous anyway, right? But um, yeah, like a good portion. I I don't know the statistic honestly, but like of course. You know, but I mean, uh, overall, like you have a a kid now, you would expect her, uh, you know, in many, yes. many years to go to university. Yes, guess, that right? that. That is that will be the burden of her father's expectations. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> to go to university. You yes. know, it's funny because I'm I'm trying to find uh, elements of of differences uh, in everything we're talking about, and I'm sort of getting the same vibe as when my brother talks about Serbia. He um, just like me met a a, a foreigner and uh, got whisked away in a different country. Oh, um, he like he has the best food. That's all I'm well, say. he's he's very happy with food, of course, but everything else, you know, infrastructure, uh, 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 education, like it, it's all. He has two little girls, and I'm I. What I'm getting at is that I'm not finding any anything tangible to hold on to to say well this is what's different from the 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 way things are in the rest of europe or western yeah. countries although I, i'll bet he's in belgrade right like, uh no he's no? he's not actually a big city but uh not belgrade but ah, okay. um, but well not too far but um but so i guess it leads me to the question how would you say Slovenia is different from what you've seen of uh, maybe, you know, the rest of Europe? Let's not go to the U.S. because everything is different from the U.S. But um, <laughs> yeah. are, are there any things that strike you as as different or is it really just uh, just another country where there is a different language? Yeah, it's gotten to that point, you know, even when you go out, you know, you'll go to the shops are the same which is so depressing you know the same chain <laughs> sort of fashion stores are everywhere you know it used to be you'd go abroad and be like "Ooh, i've never been in that store and you're just like <laughs> it's just a little bit more expensive in copenhagen you know like it's not even um, like i don't want to you know I, I think we've kind of gotten to the sort of as a tourist if i'll go somewhere it'll be you know uh, it'll be there'll be more stuff because everything's bigger than over here right but as far as you know finding some actual differences it'll be like well yeah but you know maybe i don't know maybe we don't have a hawaiian restaurant yet here or you know right a, right, right. A, like nigerian place like stuff like that will still be sort of in the domain of the large cities right Mm. But you know, we we again do, do kind of okay. You know, it's not, it's it's weird because I I kind of grew up during the '90s and th there was a bigger difference there. You know, I, I was lucky enough to go to the UK uh, uh, during that time, right? And it, th at that point, yeah, I'd go down. I just see shops that I've never heard uh, of before. You know, just the the amount of restaurants I saw was insane. But now in the last maybe like 20, 25 years. Like when you go out, you're just, you know, you're just a tourist, basically. And yeah. In Europe, it's... with the Euro, you know, that's the only big difference is, like, I just know in Finland, everything's more expensive just because the sort of buying power of the Finnish is so much stronger than us, right? So right, that, yeah. that, you'll feel it there, right? 
But other than that, it's, you know, H&M is everywhere, which is depressing again. <laughs> like that's, yeah, I, yeah, you know. It's, it's, it's funny because that's exactly your, yeah, in, in Finland, it's very similar. Um, and there's this feeling as well that things shifted in the past 20 years, I guess, with the, the, the fall of the Eastern Bloc. In the case of, uh, of Finland, it allowed uh, the country for a brief time to get away from the influence of Russia enough that they would uh, become part of the EU and they very quickly adopted the euro, unlike Sweden. Um, and, and at that point, everything changed. And there's all of these things that you're talking about that are similar here. Maybe there's one store that you don't, you know, maybe there isn't, yeah, I don't know, yeah. the Gap, or maybe the Gap, Gap is it in Finland, or another one, but H&M is here, and McDonald's, and Burger King, and all of those things. And it really changed, yeah, 20 years ago. And nowadays, I come to Helsinki, and I'm, it's a smaller town, but so maybe there's like, you know, three Uh, Indian food restaurants in the in walking distance instead of of seven. You know yeah, that's really yeah. the difference. Yeah, that, that I, and I will say the gap is in Slovenia. So that's, ah, you know, damn it! <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you maybe know, gap. Which... Maybe maybe gap is in is is it? Ah, I forget. <laughs> I I think maybe gap is it. But uh, so yeah, you got I'll us just... beat. Yeah, well, you see, but that's really, do we want to win that race? Like, is that, you know, is that the victory anybody wants? <laughs> I don't know. You know, I, yeah. I enjoy that. It's I, I think it's not like you don't have local stuff. Um, and, and I understand the drawback of uh, the, the big uniformity and, and uh, mondialisation, we say in French. So, uh, uh, oh, my God, is there no word for that in English? There has to be, like, the world becoming one. Yeah, um yeah. and in 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 and I understand the 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 issues with that and the kind of uh, uh dull thought of going to a different city and the, and seeing the same uh, uh storefronts but at the same time it's not like you don't realize you're in Finla in Helsinki when you're in Helsinki you know and I'm guessing in a similar way um you, you realize you're in Slovenia or at least not in the UK when you're in Slovenia um So I don't have such a big issue with that idea that uh, things become, quote unquote, the same everywhere, because they aren't, not only are they not really the same, but also the alternative is having kind of, maybe that's controversial. I was going to say poorly made stuff, but it's not necessarily poorly made. It's just not well, as cheap, yeah. which... Well, which again... Raises that... the level of, you know, the, the, the things you can buy. It's It's... Yeah, of... st still that that the, the cheapness is that there's a price somebody's paying somewhere, you know. I it guess that's on, true. Yeah. You know, it, that's again a race you don't want to, you know, at least mm. me don't really want to be a part of. So <laughs> no, I'm not. So I'm you not don't saying... shop at the Gap, is what you're saying. You never buy anything from. The Gap. I am again very tall. When something <laughs> fits, I buy it. I'm not that picky. <laughs> It's I my shopping habits are basically governed by my huge size. So. Understandable. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Because even in America, nothing actually fits me. Because um, I'm tall and I'm not big. And in mm -hmm. America, it's mostly big and tall. And right. I am, I am not, I am not one of those things. Um, so yeah, it's it, shopping is a different thing for me. Right, right. So, so yeah, Slovenia is just another European country. Um, yeah, and that's the best kind of boring, as far as I'm concerned. Like mm -hmm. that's you know. 
it's it's the the best kind of boring because uh, we we like um, Euro for all its flaws, you know. Again, we're okay. <laughs> yeah, it's you know could could be worse. Let's say that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So okay, you grow up, you uh, go to university, uh, you it, it's easy to find a job, to make lots of money, you get kids, uh, buy a house. Um, is the job situation uh, uh, relatively was, good, or uh, it was kind of bad with the last recession? Uh, but I think that was true pretty much everywhere. The you mean the crisis, two thousand? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It kind of really hit here. I think in like twenty ten, maybe twenty eleven. You know, because it, it's always kind of staggered uh, uh, when that happens. So yeah, it was. Kind of, but I think that's sort of par for the course for everybody. You know, it wasn't really. <laughs> Uh, pretty great, at least from what I've heard anywhere else, you know, uh, from colleagues and such. Um, the the one thing, and I'll speak for just Ljubljana here, uh, the housing kind of situation is pretty crappy. Like mm. the, the prices are kind of way, way up because there wasn't really a, but that, this is just the city. If you want to sort of go out of the city and get a place that that's way that's way easier right um, how much is it like the the per square meter for a for an apartment in the city of course it varies per neighborhood yeah I'm sure, but... i don't know like a couple of grand at least or even more which is not in line with sort of the average way uh, wage right uh, a couple of grand so a couple thousand euros per square yeah, meter yeah okay and then the really fancy stuff it goes three and up right it's It's mm. gotten insane just because, but that's because sort of Ljubljana is really have, has become in the last sort of five years, like a proper tourist destination. Like right now in the center of the city, there's like, you won't even hear Slovene, honestly, like it's right. uh, <laughs> just a bunch, which was not the case. Like when I was young, Ljubljana in the summer was empty. It was like a ghost town, right? And Because now, everyone would go to, to the like, seaside, to the sea. Yeah. Yeah, basically. Yeah. And now it's uh, it's so many tourists. It's kind of hard. Like for for me who've seen who've seen both versions, it's still hard to comprehend how mm. many people come over here. Yeah, it's um, in in Paris, which is you know in league with some of the most expensive uh, cities in the world. It will go anywhere from like seven thousand to ten, sometimes a bit higher if you're in a really high end neighborhood. Yeah. Um, So I, I'm guessing the average wage is still a lot lower in in Slovenia than it is in, say, Paris or the UK or yeah, yeah, for or sure, Germany. for sure, yeah, mm. for sure. But sort of the that that what I found that really does not have that much of like it's it, the standard of living. I, I'm I'm pretty sure. Like from what I've heard from people that that have like I'll say this: when people get people from Slovenia who go abroad. When they have kids, they tend to come back, right? Like I, but that's again very anecdotal because my those are my f- sort of friends, right? But they'll 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 try and get back basically because you uh, mean because they the the life is is easier or cheaper in in Slovenia or because yeah, they don't yeah, like the the no no just the yeah just sort of the infrastructure in place for raising a family. Mm. Uh, you know, if you have a decent job here, it's uh, it's pretty pretty okay. Yeah. Again, still very anecdotal because I don't know. Maybe I don't know. In Bruges, it's even better, but I don't know. <laughs> yet, right? like, I don't. I don't know. But uh, that's. Uh, but yeah, as far as my well, my, living my in Finland, I, I've come to appreciate the um, uh, cities that are not. I don't know, mega cities. You know, yeah. like yeah, be, being in Paris is great, but. When I'm thinking, if we ever move back to to France, 
uh, and to Paris because that's where I grew up, where would I go? Like, first of all, it's expensive as F. Yeah. And it, it would the um, standard of living be better or worse? Probably worse in most uh, by most measures. So I completely understand that people would want to go back. And maybe it's a thing of, you know, a smaller country. Maybe it's something else. But I completely understand that uh, that move. Yeah, for like for me personally, I do like to travel to bigger cities and sort of just sort of to realize Ljubljana is small, you know. But as far as living somewhere is, I don't know, I kind of like it here. <laughs> so you, we were just saying it's it's the same as everywhere yeah. else. You have the same stores, you have the same, and the, the, the price of real estate is rising. So what makes it different? What makes it so you, you'd rather stay there than live in, a, in another city? Well, like discounting family and sort of, you know, the anthropological stuff of just having friends here, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's... Uh, Uh, like you said, I, I sort of like a city that's not too big. Like I genuinely think that's uh, yeah, th- there's there's something about that where it's not really like a town where everybody knows everybody, but it's not you know a little country, uh, uh, like a country like a, like a, a population of a small country living you know in a couple of you know square kilometers. Right, so right. It's yeah. like like I do sort of like that. And the and the one thing I do uh, really appreciate, uh, like I I do love the Balkans, like the Croatian seaside. As far as I'm concerned, is one of the best seasides anywhere, and I've been elsewhere, you know. And I because mm-hmm. the first time I went to Spain, I was like, this is gonna be awesome. The Spanish <laughs> coast is gonna be great. And then I got that I just wanted to go back. Like it's not, right. it's not yeah. So so uh, and then uh, and then Serbia and, as and well. And it's Europe, so you you can just go there and you go there. I mean, oh, I'm no, sure it's, you can they're go. not in Schengen uh, yet. So, oh really? Okay. Uh, there's still a border. Yeah, with Croatia, there's still a border. Uh, they are in the EU, but uh, Schengen hasn't uh, sort of. Uh, they're not in the right. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, but uh, and and the, for Slovenia, it's awesome because it's um, where, especially Ljubljana, because it's, it's pretty much in the center of the country. Like I, I, it's an hour's drive to the Alps and an hour's drive to the seaside. Mm. And there's not a lot of places that can say that. You know, mm. there's simply not a lot of places. Basically, we, you can go like skiing and then to the seaside in the same day. Honestly, like yeah. that reminds me of. Uh... Lebanon. That's what my parents always said about Beirut. Um, you would go skiing and in the in the morning, and then go to the uh, to the beach in the afternoon. And uh, yeah, 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 yeah. There's like I think there's something to that, like because you, you it's like an hour's drive on the highway to the seaside from Ljubljana. You know, mm. it's it's not a lot. You know, so yeah. And and people, uh, you were talking about how um, touristic touristy the these uh, countries have become it's the case with finland as well i i'm not sure exactly why but it's become quite touristy i like helsinki but um and uh, croatia especially uh, and the beaches have become incredibly popular even in france you hear of people going oh, to croatia and there, loving it and yeah there's like finnish license plates in croatia oh really <laughs> oh, yes because i've never seen them before Because I see this year, I think like I, I was there. What I was in Croatia when we were started ma- mailing each other to kind of do this. <laughs> uh, I was there, and we were driving behind a, uh, uh, a caravan, like a car with a caravan. Mm-hmm. And I saw the license plate. And I was like, I don't know where they're from. Like I, I just because I've never seen that license plate. And I said, Oh, that's Finland. So the <laughs> Finnish are now here. Yeah, it's and like the, the Swedes have been coming for like I don't know 
five seven years to Croatia and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it's the people running away from uh, from the winter, yeah. <laughs> trying to get a little bit of sun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's so yeah. Slovenia is also very touristy. Um, is that something that people like, or are they, you know, the locals? Are they grumbling about the fact that ah, oh, you can't go anywhere and prices are rising? You mentioned that before. Um, well, but I at think, the I same think, time, it's an economic boon, I'm sure. So. Yeah. Well, but but the, the thing is, like, I think we were like the whole country th does have sort of a strong sort of tourist sector. You know, we, we had a, like we have a bunch of spas because we have a bunch of natural springs here. Mm. You know, we have the lakes and stuff. And that was always sort of popular even before this boom. Right. It's insane now. We have a bunch of pretty rivers and the, the mountains and then the seaside and stuff, you know. You so know, I'll, was, I'll interrupt yeah. you for just a second because I went on, I think it was uh, Pixabay or Pexels to get an yeah. illustration for the show. And oh my God, this country is beautiful. Like, go type Slovenia in uh, one of the uh, uh, Anywhere, stock photos. Basically. No, just go do Google image search. And yeah. Be, yeah, just, it's, that's, yeah. Like, it's incredible. It made me want to go. Yeah, the, the pictures get like they 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 like it's all true. That's all. <laughs> like, I don't like I don't I genuinely it's all yeah it's 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 kind of kitschy sometimes. Uh, and again, I I am not paid by the Slovenian tourist board to say this. <laughs> That's a disclaimer. But yeah, it's it's very pretty here. Like it's uh, like I think like the the way I kind of is at least for like the center part of the country. I think like people have it in their mind's eye what Switzerland looks like. You know. Mm. It's kind of like that, only better. But you know, kind <laughs> of, kind of like if somebody want, just wants to. But yeah, you, you probably saw the lake with the little island and the church that's exactly, lit. Exactly. Yeah, everybody yeah. wants to go there, which yeah. is the worst one. There's one like five minutes away that's way better. <laughs> but it's just, I hope the tourists just keep going to bleed. So <laughs> the other one's way better. But yeah. But I mean, the 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 views and these are professional pictures, so maybe they're uh, uh they're biased but it seems like nature in that country is like if you if you try to get an image of paris and not even just through uh google search which is probably not the best way but although that's debatable but even in popular culture um you don't just get nature and here it seems like it's not just nature, but everything is wonderful. Does that is that reflected in the Slovenian culture? Is is there that kind of attachment to uh, the land almost, or it's just for well, it's tourists? it's it is like it is very green, you know, and like drinkable waters everywhere, which again is like one of those things in the West that always just boggles my mind, like how you know how is mm. tap water not drinkable in some of this kind, like you know some of the Western countries, just weird to me. That's so weird. Or, like that's the one thing anytime I go, and they're like, oh no no, you have to get the bottle stuff. I'm like. Like this is, you know, what I don't, you know, it's that's the weird one, right? <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, like it's it's very green, like it's very, very like a lot of forests, a lot of like sort of mountains and hills and stuff. So, um, yeah, I'll say it's kind of reflect. I think people have sort of a a, a relationship with nature. It's kind of hard not to not have one because it's we it's all green. It's kind of mm. you know, uh, like um, just. Uh, the the mountain ranges I could see, and I'm in the city, right? If I go on my bike and like bike for five minutes, I'll, I'll see snow right now. Basically, it's you know, it's not. 
I've also found that's not the case everywhere. <laughs> like it's not, uh, yeah, but I, to, I totally took it for granted until I had more travels behind me, honestly. Right. So, yeah. It's the kind of thing you only realize when, you're, when you've been away. Yeah, and like when friends point it out, you know, like even a couple of American friends that have been over here, it's uh, they they all say that, and I'm like, again, it's, it's like the it's just there, it's always been there. It's not, you know, <laughs> you kind of tend to not appreciate that stuff, and then somebody kind of almost has to point it out to you, you know. Right. Yeah, I I think there's a lot of that in uh, in you know what you were talking about earlier, the the attachment to nature. Or not the attachment, the fact that it's everywhere uh, in in Finland as well. And oh yeah, I bet like the Scandinavians, like the the yeah. pictures from up there are amazing most of the time, at least from what I see, you know. So yeah, yeah. even the people in in Helsinki or in the cities, it's just such a big part of the country. If you go up north, that it's kind of imprinted in the in the culture. Uh, even if you don't experience it, which most people will, but even if even if you don't experience it by yourself all the time, so um, yeah, yeah, um, right. Well, I I I'm starting to get a uh, pretty uh, I think good image of what uh, Slovenia is like. It's oh, it's all perfect basically. <laughs> that's the takeaway, and that's what uh. I was going to get to. You're you're essentially giving us a. a, a quite idyllic picture of what the country is um i i i want to ask you what are the problems what are the the issues like if it if just to give you a little bit of context if i was to talk about um finland it's you know the the winter is pretty harsh and uh geopolitically you have uh russia just right there that you have to pay, always pay attention to and there are a couple of other things i could i could talk about but what makes uh slovenia not the uh earthly heaven that you're describing <laughs> well uh well, like any like any other country does have you know it's as i seen i think uh, still sort of uh, while you know sort of um income inequality is quite low you know you'd still want like for the whole country to be sort of in the same place, but it's sort of very much centralized around Ljubljana, uh, mm. which is the capital city. So sort of the outskirts do, uh, uh, don't fare as well. Like some, like the, the, again, depends on the region, you know, uh, I think there's a lot of that. And then just, uh, like geopolitically, honestly, it's, it's kind of weird. Like, I don't want to undersell it, but you know, sort of Hungary is on the border, Italy is on the border, you know, then you have uh, Croatia and Austria, uh, and we have sort of a really dumb, like a genuinely dumb uh, border dispute with Croatia over like in like, basically the sea, where the sea is, where the sea on the border is kind of, and that's sort of in the European courts and stuff. And I just hope mm. that gets resolved somehow, like really fast, because it's, it's really one of those dumb things, but it kind of shows the pettiness of Slovenia and Croatia, honestly, you know, sort of the political class. Well, I'm guessing that, there are commercial implications, even though Croatia has like essentially a million kilometers of Yeah, uh, but, but, still, but, but. That, that's sort of one of the, you know, uh, uh, sort of the consequences of Yugoslavia where it was one of country course, yeah. and then you kind of have to figure out where the, the action border is you know mm. sort of that and then you know we we kind of suffer from the same else i think that most countries do you know there there's never really enough money in education although you know the system is kind of good you know and like we were talking about the healthcare, there's stuff to do there you know 
mm-hmm. we have we have an, an army that we don't know really why we we have we're, there's two million of us you know the you know those like the soldiers could be put to better use than you know just pretending to be a force <laughs> marching basically. in the streets for yeah no well yeah we don't thank god we don't have anything like that but it's it's sort of one of those things you know and they're always underfunded that's the, the mm. weird thing you know and you know like sort of it's sort of run of the mill running a country kind of you know uh a thing and you know maybe exports aren't as high as they should be you know but i think that's a problem in europe generally from what i've read you know right Stuff like so that. So it's pretty you know? standard stuff. There isn't like one thing to point to and say, "All right, I, I hope, this like, is yeah, the dark." I, yeah. yeah, I hope I'm not missing anything. Sort of, you know, really obvious right now. I'm trying to think, but you know, the headlines when the elections come, they were sort of that. That narrative was here as well. The heart of rise of populism and the right wing and stuff. Mm-hmm. But like I said, that like for at least our part, that's kind of like in that ilk, you know. Uh, didn't really work out for them, so we're we have a pretty stable government right now, which you know is kind of doing some stuff right and some really dumb stuff, like in any country, basically. Right. You know, so I'm, I, I ho- like I really hope I'm not. You know, uh, uh, I don't want to oversell it that everything's fine, but in in the same vein, like we have the same ails as you know a sort of uh, a country that got democracy in the nineties and still has some stuff to figure out, but is doing okay in other areas, you know? Yeah. So yeah, that, that's where it gets kind of tricky, but yeah. Yeah. It seems like it's, uh, even with those, uh, elements, it seems like it's a pretty nice place, uh, to live. I, it, I, I never really, I think 15 years ago, I would not really have considered, uh, Croatia or even Serbia as a touristy destination. And I think from now on, I have to include Slovenia in, in that, uh, list yeah. as well, where I would like to go. So, uh, yeah, that, there is a part of me like where that was glad, you know, people kind of forgot about the Balkans. <laughs> like there is a part of me cause it's gonna, like when I see Italy and France and Spain, like the seaside, from what I've seen, like the, the everything's built out, the really pretty oh, place. Oh, basically, it's, it's terrible. Awful, it's right? horrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if that happens in like the Balkans, I'll just be sad. Like, <laughs> I'm glad I'm I'm alive now when it's still kind of awesome, mm. you know. But well, I, I'm hoping that doesn't happen. But you know, it's one of the issues. Well, the issues. One of the things that's happening is that people are uh, traveling by plane less. First of all, because it's expensive, and second of all, because it's. Um, the carbon impact is is larger and uh i think it's going to be a trend that people try to travel more locally and uh that might mean going to places like uh you know the balkans even more than they have before so get ready for the giant hotel (laughs) chains and uh yeah yeah, tourists yeah, you mentioned the giant hotel chains. Like, that's been happening in Ljubljana now. Like, before right. we had a bunch, like a couple of big hotels and stuff. And I think Intercontinental even tried, like, in the 2000s or whatever to kind of do something here. Never really quite work. Now they just built a whole new one. Like, Intercontinental just built a hotel. <laughs> like, they just built so... a giant skyscraper in the middle of town because there's so many tourists. You, you know, know th- what I'm getting away from this is essentially... Everyone, go to Slovenia now before yes. <laughs> it gets run away. Oh, this is like, as far as Ljubljana goes, I think it has a couple of years left and then it's going to become like Paris or Prague or whatever. Right, right. And it's just going to be like just tourists, you know. 
All right. Well, if if uh, I ever get the the time with my little one growing up, I I'll try to make the trip at some point. It sounds like lovely. If your if your brother is in Serbia, like you can have one of the best road trips in the world, probably. Like, yeah, that's yeah. If just Slovenia, Croatia, do. Serbia, yeah. like that's it. And I, like I do want to mention Bosnia because I think Bosnia really has a bad rap uh, because mm-hmm. of like the sort of the situation during the war there and stuff. But I think it's like one of the like prettiest countries, and you know, I've been I've I've just recently the first time I've been to Banja Luka and I've been to Sarajevo and stuff. It's kind of great, kind of. Mm. I don't want to, you know. It's I think they sort of Bosnia always gets put to the side for some reason. I'm trying to bring it back, you know, just all of them, <laughs> like like all of the ex Yugoslav, you know, uh, countries. They're all, you know, just you know, there's a bunch of decent people living here doing good stuff, you know. Certainly sounds like it, and and it's funny the. Entire, I think Europe is realizing that uh, the Balkans, the Nordic countries have kind of stuff figured out. Uh, the Nordic countries are always, you know, top of the uh, happiness charts and all oh, yeah, that. Yeah, and, yeah. and it seems the, the, these quote unquote, you know, I'm, I'm thinking when I'm saying this, I'm thinking of Estonia as well, which is going through... Uh, a uh, 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 rapid evolution, but it's also a country that had to uh, update itself um, not too long ago, and it's working out really well. And they're kind of that idea of leapfrogging because they don't have all of the um, uh, uh, weight of former, you know, of the history of systems that have been that have become heavier and heavier. And uh, it seems hopefully that's. I mean, I hope that's not the reason why, because then it means in 30 or 50 years, things will be similar in those ideally countries we're talking about <laughs> now. But uh, yeah. yeah, it's interesting. Um, well, anyway, thank you very much uh, for being on the show. Is there anything we missed you you want to mention or are we? I, I don't know. Like I said, I, it's still weird talking about, you know, uh, like about the whole country. But like, I do, I do, I do want to, I do want to uh, just say this. I do kind of like podcasting because I, you know, we, you know, I talk to you now. I think that's one of the, you know, you're a French guy from Finland, basically. (laughs) (laughs) I'm some random dude from Slovenia and we just, you know, recorded something. I think, you know, the internet's kind of great. Like I, this is one of the, this is one of the reasons I like doing this, you know. And it all, it's all because of Alison and that's because of Gene McDonald and Gene McDonald's because of the incomparable and. I know I like being part of a chain like that. So this, oh, this I love fun. it too. Yeah. I I, yeah. I really like it. You know, it's what I started podcasting a, a while ago as well, and the the it's what led me to this show is that idea that we can just talk to people. Like I, uh, we often say it, before the internet, if you didn't know something, you had to. You, you didn't know it, you know, unless you yeah. had an encyclopedia or something. Now you just whip up your phone and, and you look it up. And it's the same with these kinds of things. Before the internet, you couldn't talk to someone from Slovenia or, you know, any other country. It was just like you would hear about those things from people who maybe had been there or, you yeah. know, some kind of stereotypical caricature of, of stuff. And uh, that's why I, I started this show. So I'm really happy that we can keep doing it and um, that we get different experiences and conversations like this every month or so. so. Yeah, even from the, the guy from the chicken country. 
<laughs> well, thanks very much to the guy and the chicken country for uh, uh, allowing him to be on. Um, <laughs> if people want to check out what you do, especially since you have English content, where where would they go? Uh, well, everything on, is on stormingmortal.com. Uh, that's the English feed, which hasn't been updated in a year, but there will be an English episode <laughs> at some point. But I also have a list of uh, my, all of my guest spots on various uh, podcasts. So I do, I do want to steer people toward the, the incomparable. If you like, like sort of pop culture and movies and geeky stuff, it's a, it's a genuinely great show, uh, which again, I have somehow fooled them into letting me be on. Uh, but yeah. That's very cool. I'll, yeah. I'll also put uh, the links to your uh, Twitter accounts uh, right. in the show notes. So if you, uh, people can go from there to, um, to, to yeah. your content. I say Twitter accounts because you also have a, a, a regular one and an English one. Yeah, so yeah. Yeah, because the English one is for like all of my podcasting friends who I have spared the Slovene tweets, basically, because <laughs> I know how stupid that is. You know, you, when because so I do have a separate one for uh, talking to those guys. Yeah, so. I I couldn't be bothered. I I annoy my uh, American and English speaking followers with the French stuff, but then I try to do it like mornings. Usually, I do in French, and then afternoon I try to switch to English. But ah, that's smart. That's, okay, I never yeah. thought of that. Yeah, sort of the time divide. That's a good solution, honestly. Yeah, yeah okay. But yeah. then, the, the people who aren't American, who are like uh, English or wherever oh, yeah. else... They're in the same boat. Yeah, they're, they're, <laughs> yes. so it doesn't work out perfectly. But, you know, yeah. as we've established in this episode, nothing is completely perfect, but sometimes it's pretty good. So, yeah. Um, all right, so the links will be in the show notes. For me, it's not Patrick on uh, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Uh, I'm going on vacation for a few weeks after, like, this is my last show before I wow. go on vacation. I'm uh, very happy and anxious at the same time. It's I've basically it's been years since I've had a proper vacation, and <laughs> uh, I don't know what's going to happen. Um, but I'm I'm glad we managed we we could do this before I would leave. I've Uh, been a little bit uh, it's been difficult to get shows together for this uh, podcast in the past few weeks so hopefully vacation and then I'll be back with some kind of a vengeance and uh, we'll get back on track <laughs> and of course if you enjoy the show if you think you know that's what the internet is made for and not uh, I don't know insulting people on Twitter then uh, maybe go support it on Patreon it's patreon.com slash the Phileas Club the link is in the show notes and uh, you can do that support the show and uh, say what you value on the internet hopefully you enjoy uh, this show and you enjoyed this episode and you will think about maybe supporting it financially so thanks a lot to those who already do and to those who will consider doing it in the future That's going to be it. Uh, no regular episode this month. As I mentioned, we'll be back in August. Until then, have a wonderful few weeks and I'll take you then. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.